It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What a song, man. It keeps popping up everywhere at the moment. I mean... It's the end. You don't know that song, do no, you? No, I don't think I've ever it's heard Bad it. It's Badfinger, Baby Blue. Um, you will have heard it because it was in Freaks and Geeks in an episode, I think. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'm thinking of another song. It, it, anyway, it keeps popping up recently and I just cannot... I can not... David, are you there? Yeah. Why? I'm ready for the interview at, at half past. At 10.30, oh, yes. so weird. At 10.30... Yeah, I'm just listening in. Don't mind me. But here's the thing: the the thing is, you're on you're on Skype. Yeah. And we can't close the Skype fader. It has to be open. Right. So I just wondered why you were on twenty five minutes early. The early burn catches the way. The what? The early burn. Early burn. You know what? The early bird catches the worm, doesn't it? Okay. Well, we're going to do the show. Ian, yeah, hmm? I told you this was going to be. No, weird. no, no. It's going to be good because the book is the book is good. He's written a book. I oh, know I've written about half the story. No, you haven't. He has written a book, and I'm uh, I haven't read it, but I'm thrilled that this is. Uh, you, should he... have, you should have read it before you. Got no, no, no. We're going to read it live on air. I read one story. Well, I read I read one one bit in the book. David Babcock's written a ghost book, which you can buy on Amazon. It's true, and I opened it. It came today, and I opened it, and it said, "This story is so scary that my lawyers have asked me not to put it in the book." That was one of the stories. The end. Um, so I'm looking forward to this a lot. I'm a big fan, as you know, of the supernatural. I'm a big fan of... of um, I'm, I'm a big believer. I'm opening my third eye as we speak. I don't know. We should pack that in. But, so David's going to be exciting. But David, can you... You're, so your line is going to be open, but can, you, can I ask you just to keep quiet? Yeah, I'll, I'll hold my breath. Don't make any weird noises like you normally do. No. No, I'm holding my breath now. Well, don't... don't well, you're, don't die. You've got 25, 20 minutes. No, let's see if he can hold. Let's see if he can hold his breath for twenty-two minutes. No, we can't. Right, oh three four four four. <sighs> Jeez, mate! I knew he wouldn't be able to stop making the weird noises. Seriously, I'm Sorry. I'm so excited about the book. I've even got a copy to give away. I bought three copies. Um, David you bought Bab- those. Yep, David right. Babcock, Page Turners and Spine Chillers. It's, it's a great read. Um, spine I, chillers, is that a thing? Yep. Yeah, so it's a chi- spine tingler. No, you chill your spine. No, you don't chill a spine. Of course you do. No. But just a little bit of respect. How many books have you written, Catherine? To date? Yeah. Zero. Oh. Zero. Please, David, mate. Am I not on yet? 
No, you're not until half past. We're not doing I, you I, yet. Holding my breath. No, don't do that because you just did that and then you squeaked one out. How many books have you written, Catherine? That makes no difference at all. It, he's think. written a book. You well, I mean, has he, though? Yeah, he has. Has he, has he though? He has. Yeah. I'm hold Please, mate. We'll, we'll do it later. That's at half past. In the meantime, oh. 0344. Going to have to ask you to be silent. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number. I'm, I'm back after a few days off. Um, should I check in? I'll check in. I feel lousy, man. I feel lousy. But I was just sat at home feeling lousy. And I thought, I'll oh, come in and um, maybe um, hanging out with Catherine and Sam, doing the old the old show, the old one-two, will make me feel um, uh, better. But I feel quite... I'll tell, tell you how I feel. This is how I feel. I feel really nervous. I feel very, very nervous. I've had words with James. I've apologised to James. And we've made peace, which is lovely. But I feel very nervous being here after a few days off and also after um, just not feeling well mentally. I feel feel wobbly is, is the, the best way of putting it. So I feel very nervous being here. I'm worried I'm going to say something wrong. I'm worried I'm going to burst into tears. Um, and I just don't quite know how... Um, how the show's going to go, but we'll see. You, you, if you get him back for us, please, Sam, we, we, we will see. Um, Don't so, worry about bursting into tears, because I did that yesterday. Did you? Why? It's fine. Someone told me a sad story. Oh. You know what I'm like. Well, then you should go out when I do David's book. Sad story, not a... Spine chillers. Story written by Sado. OK, well, OK, please don't, please don't. And you stay out of it. David, I got this covered. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What are the conspiracy theories around the coronavirus? The only reason I ask, I'm not being flippant. The only reason I ask is because I saw one on a local Facebook page today. It wasn't, um, you know, a, a Fruit Loops and Nutcase. It was a Facebook page that the previous posts one had been. Um, complaining about someone who'd parked in a disabled bay without a disabled sticker. And everyone was saying, vandalise the car. <gasps> oh, everyone. And uh, the post before that was about HS2. So it's a proper local... It's concerned citizens is concerned what it is. Concerned citizens, right? And then I went there to... I love it. I love it. And I went there today and someone had posted... Um, someone had posted copied and pasted another post from a thing, and they just written question. And here we go. So this is what they posted. Very interesting. Wuhan is where 5G was rolled out. What if 5G wrecked immune systems and thereby boosted the virulency of the normal cold? One of the main points about 5G was that it would wreck immune systems and make people sick. Silicon Valley does not want it. I hesitate there because Valley is spelt wrong. And the kicker, people in Wuhan say 5G sucks and that 4G was better. <laughs> it was all for nothing. Figure that. I remember now that Wuhan was where the tech was going to be put in place first, but forgot all about that with this pandemic. What if all we are seeing in Wuhan is sickness from exposure to excessive 5G radiation and weakened immune systems? Things that make... They end the, the post with, things that make you go, hmm. No, they didn't. They did. They did. They did. And this woman's posted it. And fair play, most of the people have gone, you're a nut job, or posted GIFs of people wearing tinfoil tin hats. hats. 
she's she's doubled down. She's doubled down, and, but I am a free thinker, and I question everything. Yeah. And some people have supported her, so it's not one uh, nutcase. It's it's you know she's doubled down, and people are supporting her. Um, and uh, I, I, it, I haven't heard any. And then I tweeted that, and someone wrote, "Well, it's probably the." Um, controlled virus centre they have in Wuhan that there's been a leak. Now, is there a controlled virus centre in Wuhan? I have a serious conspiracy theory. Okay. Americans are not going to be happy we are aligning ourselves with the Chinese for this deal, right? By the way, I have a Huawei phone, so... Yeah. So what if it's the old... Uh, the old one too. The, the, the fake the fake news um, content providers at work. What? And you're trying to undermine the, belief in... You're saying the coronavirus is fake? No. You're saying the Americans made it? No. So, I'm, are you saying the Jews made it? No. Wow. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that um, these conspiracy theories come from somewhere. Yep. It might be useful to the Americans at this point for us to be a bit frightened about what's going to happen. I reckon someone done it with a monkey. Inevitably. Uh, so we'll take your conspiracy theories on that. Respectfully so. Respectfully so. Because I think over 100 people have died now. And it's respectfully so. But, but, but also, I'm old enough to... Let's go through them. SARS. Bird flu. Now, was bird flu HN51 as well? Wasn't there an H HRN... HN51? Was that bird flu? I don't know. Um, I remember that fellow that wasn't letting his kid go to school because they were going to get Ebola. Oh, Ebola. Yes, there was Ebola. There was another... And again, not laughing at Ebola. There was a man yeah. in the middle of the shires in this country who was not taking his child to school because he said she's going to get Ebola. Yeah. So um, there was another fluey one as well. I'm thinking of another fluey one. Damien, do you remember the other fluey one? Oh, don't know. Uh, bird flu was H five N one, I think. H five N one. That was it. Thank you. That was just that. That was just that was bird flu, wasn't it? Yeah. SARS was bird. Thank bird you. flu was from China, wasn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah. Was SARS from China? Probably. Oh, now <laughs> everything. Everything's made in China these days. It is. I think SARS was. Bird flu may have been Hong Kong, which is China now. I think SARS was was uh, yes. Outbreak of uh, SARS in southern China caused an eventual 8,098 cases, resulting in 774 deaths Blimey. in 17 countries. The majority Blimey. of the cases in China, mainland and Hong Kong. Go golly gosh. Well, anyway, Damien, what can we do for you tonight? I just wanted to send you some good vibes, really, Ian. Oh. I'm so, so glad to hear you back. Bring it on. Bring on the good vibes. By the way, yeah. uh, David Babcock is on the line with us, but he won't be saying anything. Will you, yeah, David? Keep, keep quiet. Oh, no. <laughs> Shh. Go on, David. Send those good. Please be quiet. Go on, David. Not you, Damien. Please be quiet, David. Please be quiet, Damien. Sorry. Shut up, Barbara. Damien. Sorry. It's so good to hear you back, and um, I know you you get a lot of callers, and you get, you take a lot of slack. I've been looking looking back at YouTube videos of all the people that ring in and bend your ear and cause you stress. And I, as a fellow anxiety survivor and suffer of depression I, I understand how that can affect you so i just wanted to to call in and wish you well and send you, some man. good vibes your way thank you damien those good vibes are accepted they are they are taken and i'm embracing them thank you very much indeed oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um this is talk radio talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio
0344 Oh, later on as well, we're going to play the interview we did with Nicholas Parsons uh, maybe a couple of years ago. I think we had him on. Uh, he obviously uh, died today at the age of 296. Not quite, 96. Uh, and we had him on and he was delightfully... Um, Bonkers, wasn't he? Delightfully bonkers. And, and great. I met him. I met him. I was going to say a couple of times. I definitely met him once in the flesh. Maybe, maybe more than once. I can remember once. Uh, he was lovely, man. He was lovely, and um, uh, it's just, it's just sad. So we thought we we dig that out and play that a little bit later on because it's. Uh, it was, it was nice. If I remember it correctly, isn't his wife got EastEnders on in the background, really loud? <laughs> I think I think that is that. Did that happen, or is that when I was trying to set it up? That may be when you were trying to set it up. We'll have to have a little listen, and so we'll do that a little bit. <laughs> a little bit later. Good evening, Alan. Hi, boss. Huh? Hello. I How can I, I describe Nicholas Parsons without whippetism, deviating, or hesitation? Say that again. How can I describe Nicholas Parsons without whippetism, deviating, or hesitation? Well, you just, uh, repetition. You just repeated yourself. Well, that's not an instant buy for a cell of a century. No, no um, oh. get, hang on, I'll get my bell out and we'll do this properly. Okay. Got Savlon in my bag, if anyone's interested. I'd like some. Do you want some Savlon? Yeah. Got some Savlon. What for, not for your lips? Yeah. No, 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 no. Why? No, no, it's not a lip balm. No, I know, but I'm no. getting cracked. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. It might get infected. Right, Alan, you've got 60 seconds to talk on a subject... Without hesitation, repetition or deviation, OK? OK. Um, and that subject is, let's go for it, it's Nicholas Parsons. Nicholas Parsons, one of the greatest men ever known, first started out on Just A Minute on Radio 4 back in the 1950s, then he went on in the 1970s to present Tell of the Century on ITV, which ran till 1983, was one of the greatest game shows of the 70s and 80s. going to stop you there, set repetition of 70s. Correct challenging. You've got 40 seconds remaining. Time starts now. I met Nicholas Parsons once. It was at the British Broadcasting Corporation and we were doing an interview on a newsy-type programme. He was the guest before me. Bing! And, hesitation. Well, several times. It's not hesitation. The guest before me. It wasn't a hesitation. Yes, it was. Was it? Catherine Bow, incorrect challenge. In, you keep the point. You can't I got him. Now. in charge. Right, are we ready? Ugh. Give me that bell. <laughs> OK, you can have the bell, but do, you've got to do it properly. I said hello to him and told him that I was a big fan of his. He was very pleased. Sarcastic voice. <laughs> it's, not, it's not one of the rules. OK, carry on. I, uh, David, you can buzz in on this, by the way. I met him and he was very gracious when I told him how much I admired his work. I was particularly a big... A lot of eyes. You could, you're allowed to repeat I. Are you? Yes, you are. God. You ever listen to it? No, I find it really dull. How much time have I got, Alan? You've got about ten seconds. OK. Buzz. Sorry? You've got buzz. ten seconds. Time starts now. Well, hang on, what was no, the buzz? buzz. Just... What was the buzz for? You repeated um, particularly. But, well, we've started again. You've missed it. You missed that one. Nicholas Parsons was in a show. Who's Nicholas? Can we borrow challenge? What? Yeah. 
Now it's me. How many seconds have I got left? No, but it's not you. Yes, it is. It's you a, said Nicholas. You, you so got the same way. For the still in the same way that I say milk. There's milk no, and Nicholas. No, come on, no. Nicholas is not a thing. All right, I'll let you have it. How many seconds have I got left? Can we more? you got eight seconds remaining. Time starts now. Nicholas Parsons, a towering legend of the radio industry and somebody so many people look Wee! up to. Jack gets the point. OK, Thank all right. You. Okay, um, David, this is your turn. You've got 60 seconds without hesitation, repetition, or the other one. Deviation. Thank you, deviation. Well, I don't know about that. Um, And you, your time starts now. What am I talking about? Oh. Unbelievable. Stop the clock. Right. Uh, Yours is the National Television Awards. Your 60 seconds starts now. I've seen a lot of coverage about the National Television Awards on Twitter and most of all, I think that the surprise of the night has got to be that Mrs Brown's boys beat Air Fleabag. And I would say... Hesitation! Air Fleabag. Air Fleabag. No, I said A Fleabag. What's what's A Fleabag? I think it's from the same factory as Necklace. Ian you've got 50 seconds. Time starts now. The National... Television Awards were hosted by David Walliams. I'll be talking about that particular gentleman a little bit later on, as I need his help to try and get me to star in an Adam Sandler movie. Of course, last year... or Bing! Ma- deviation! Cabin Bell Challenge! I've gone straight... No, it's not a deviation. You're talking about Adam Sandler movies yeah, and your ambitions. I, yeah, because David Walliams is in one of the five Adam Sandler. One of the five now Adam Sandler movies. Now you're on talking about Adam Sandler. Because we're not in the game now. Cabin he- Bell, incorrect challenge in you still got it. You've got 40 seconds remaining. Time starts now. There was a lot of controversy on social media that this particular gentleman who I mentioned, who was... Alan Caddy, challenge. We're particular the word gentleman. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Wrong. Wrong? No, I'm waiting for you to say time starts now before I start. Okay, you've got 45 seconds. Your time starts now. What hesitation? Yeah, you went. You got forty seconds remaining. Time starts now. The awards are very famous, and I was there last year or maybe before that as part of my excellent "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here," which won a prize for being the best reality show. I think I got to go. Yes. There's Hesitation. our challenge. Hesitation. Incorrect challenge. Ely still what? gets it. It's really hard to think, though, Alan, um, with your tongue so far up my backside. I'm just on being part of the late Nicholas Parsons. Oh, is this, oh, oh this, is, this is Alan's um, audition tape. <laughs> I'm going to be on Radio 4 before you know it. Radio 4, get ready. OK. You carry on, David. Your time starts now. Okay, we get the idea. Did we do the quarter past break? We we did it. Jeez. Yeah. All right, Alan, thanks for that. Thank you. There we go, there we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's a fun game to play. The kids like playing that game. I gotta tell you about the best game I bought for the kids. I bought you the, the card game, Sussed. Uh, it popped up on Amazon as you bought this you bought this, you might like this. And I looked in it and it looked it's just a card game. And I thought, well, it's my boy's birthday. I thought, well, yeah. And I read the reviews. I went, you know what? It's a tenner. I'm taking a punt. One of the best tenors I've spent in absolutely 
ages. It's a card game, but and he, it's basically it's got four questions on it, and you read it, and you go, which one of these is most like me? And then you read it, and the others have to go, hmm, okay, right, and then you go, right. What did you put? And they go, C, B, B. I go, oh, actually, it's A. And, you, oh, me, and the, me and the boys were in And then what happens? Do you keep the card if you got the question No, right? no, it's not, it's, not, it's not about possession of cards. Who you wins, just, then? How do you win? Whoever gets the most points. So there's four questions on each card, and you go around in turns. OK. You can, if, you, if you're really confident, for each person, you can, you can like, play a little joker and double up. Um, it was brilliant, though. So, honestly, get it. Sussed. A tenor. And it looks a bit rubbish, but we were in hysterics playing this. Very, very funny. And you, you know, you think you know people, you think you might know some people, and then it turns out that maybe you don't know. But I mean, people. what you're finding out is things like what do you prefer, dogs or cats, right? Um, what was one of the questions? Uh, um, next time I see the boys, I'll borrow it and bring it in. Um, what was one of the questions that we had? Oh, if I were a car. Would I be a, 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 a fast, sporty car? Would I be a convertible? Or would I be a middle-of-the-road safe car? OK. Which do you think I would be? That's actually one of my questions. Well, convertible. Middle-of-the-road safe car. Really? Uh, yeah, I put that. No-one put that. I'm a, I'm a boring guy. I'm a boring guy. OK, all right. What we're going to do, dear listener, is we're going to take a break. Then when we come back, we have got a very, very special guest, a surprise guest. It's not a surprise. It is, it is for people who've just tuned in. I mean, only those. Now, from these people, it's a surprise. Exactly. Everyone else. You, his, you, know, you know the audience rolls. Every 25 minutes, we get a new audience. It rolls. It's like that at night. Yes. Um, so, the, uh, our audience are rolling spliffs, but... <laughs> So we've got a very special guest coming on to talk about a very special book that he's written. That it's two very special. That you can buy. Um, right. I'm sorry? Shh. Before we continue. Yes. Kathleen. Mm. Has is, is, is somebody rubbed salt in your chuff or something? Like, cause you, <gasps> you see, this is the problem. Okay. Everybody calm down. You watch your language. Catherine, you did have that coming. When we come back, we're going to start afresh. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well, on this show, we like to encourage um, creativity. And um, so many of you have gone out and made podcasts and done, started doing stand-up as a result of us. So many of you owe your, your, your lives and your mm. careers to us. As we know, there was a podcast shortage. Here's the thing. We've got, um, we've got a first, a book inspired um, partly by this... Show and I'm thrilled to say we have the author of the book on, um, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please welcome David Babcock? Good evening, David. Great to be here. Great to be here, guys. How are you doing? Uh, very, very well, David. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Do I sound like I'm in Australia? Um, no. No. David Babcock, Page Turners and Spine Chillers. It's a spooky title. We know you're a paranormalist. Tell us about this book. Where did you get the idea from? This book, as a paranormal investigator, I've been to some horrible places. You could say I've been from Helen back to and back. But what I have will you, say though? is... You haven't, though, have you? Kath? You haven't been to hell. What? Shut up. What I will say is, on my trip towards hell and back, uh. I've seen... Right. 
I've I've seen Ian. Can I can't do this if she keeps going to keep butting in. Catherine, please. Sorry. Yes, he's nervous. It's his first book, and he's nervous. Just give the kid a break. Can you pass me a copy? Where is it? Um, it's there. A you coffee. Can, you can, no, a copy of the book. You I'm just going to have a quick read of it while you're talking. Give the kid a break. Right. One of the. By the way, we're giving. It's writing, one, isn't it? We're giving one of these away okay. tonight. Tonight. Go on, David. Sorry, mate. Where, tell me about the ideas. On my journey to when from Helen back, I've seen some things. I've heard some things. And I've written them things down in a series of short stories that will quite literally eject the uh, urine from your bladder. Are these true stories, then? I will not say which ones aren't and which ones are, but some of them are, some of them aren't. Um, Death FM, let's talk about that one. No, we can't. That one's a long one. You don't want to go into that one. Well, it also mentions my, apparently, my chuff again. Right, what is your obsession? Let's keep it above the waist tonight, guys. Can you please read the first pages of the book, which is a legal uh, message that any... Ash- yeah, I'll read it out. I've got it here. Uh, just to put you on the right track, okay, Kathleen. Getting legal very, very early on in this interview. Go on. Uh, the stories, all names, characters and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious, no identification with actual persons, living or deceased places, buildings and products is intended or should be inferred. Although this story does start, Ian had been presenting radio shows for ages. He and his co-host Kathleen were a partnership not to be messed with. Weeknights from ten until one was their slot. It's more than a passing resemblance, isn't it? It does feel like us. Yeah. You say it was inspired. Uh, the story I actually heard wasn't uh, under those circumstances, but I thought I'd link it to your show so that you'd have me on. Can I read one of the stories, David? Would you mind? Which one is it? Ah, Push It. Right. I'm going to read it along with you just in case you skew it to try and make me seem okay. like a pervert or something. I've not read... Well, would you like to pick a story? Because I've not read these. I thought we could read these tonight. We've got Meat Feast... Um, oh, that one, no, that one looks offensive. Uh, Naughty 40. What? Oh, there's another one of that, Sexy 60. Yeah, it's not, it's not what you think. You fool. There's one called You Fool. Um, Have you read the book? And it goes, no. I'm reading it now, You Fool, You Fool. That's it, that's the end. Yeah, but it's linked. I don't want to give it away, it's linked. Okay, it's all, all right. It's all linked. All right. Uh, read... In space, nobody hears ghosts. Now, where, what page is it on? Because you've got, you've interestingly, you've put the um, index at the back of the book, and you haven't included page numbers. Mm. So, wh- whereabouts, roughly? Oh, don't, there's no page numbers on it. So, what's? I, I'll find it. It's called in space. It's, it's unexplained. It's called. It's called. What's it called? In space, what? Nobody hears ghosts. It's probably the width of an ant from the front page. Okay, that's not actually listed in the Here index. It is. Here it is. It's, saying, it. no, it's not yeah. listed in the index. Is it not? All right, Kath, do you want to read it? It's after bedtime. There we go. Kath's going to read it. Okay. In space, nobody hears ghosts. Mission log 369, USS Starseeker, year 2189. As our voyage into the unknown continues, we edge closer to shining a light on the darkest realms of the universe. Aside from the experiments going well, a troubling mood has swept the crew. Station control had planned for some levels of nausea and general moping around, but this has been the strangest mood yet. Jenkins has been claiming to have seen people in the crew quarters, people who aren't on the crew list, people from his past. Doc has had a check on him and his vitals are fine. We shall keep him under assessment. Mission Log 370, USS Starseeker, year 2189. 
troubling news regarding Jenkins. He displayed some highly challenging behaviour over lunch which had led to him being held in the prison wing. He was sitting up at the communal table when he suddenly leapt up on his chair and pulled down his trousers and pants. He spread his bum cheeks and went on to talk in a high-pitched voice saying he was... Corporal Bum Bum. Take it seriously, Kath. <laughs> and we are all under arse rest. Doc is placing... Doc is placing him under 24-hour surveillance. Oh, there's more! Mission Log 371, USS Starseeker, year 2189. We began the day with some real progress with Jenkins. With some medication, he became lucid and explained that he felt like he'd been possessed. When we asked him who by, he screamed, Corporal Bum Bum! And ran around the room farting. Really starting to worry. We need to go back to base. Mission Log 372, USS Starseeker, year 2189. Wow. Come on, I, think I, Kath thought is about I didn't, I didn't see this coming. I think Kath is about to throw up. This is Corporal Bum Bum. The whole crew are dead. Whoops. You shall all report to the poop deck immediately. I poo on your face. I poo on your face. The end. Wow. Um, okay, uh, now I know you said you that, couldn't, but is that is that one of the true stories? Well, as you can tell, we don't currently have the technical capabilities to have... Uh, Things like that in space. So that no, that's one that's kind of just a, it's it's kind of a foresight of the way that humanity's going. That could happen one day. Um. I don't appreciate you laughing at me, bloody book. Well, I didn't. I don't appreciate you making me Kath, say bum bum on the radio. Kath, what? Please, please. We're talking to David Babcock about his book Page Turners and Spine well, Chillers. You it's can read the next one on Amazon. Uh, if you just type in David Babcock, it pops up. I see the book has got a five-star uh, review already, and it's only just come out. So that is uh, that is um, amazing. What are they saying? Um, this is a thrilling short story collection from paranormal expert David Babcock, drawing from years of experience. DB has put together a book of tales guaranteed to leave you unable to sleep and with many questions regarding spooks, spirits and ghoulies. Is it as good as Lovecraft, M.R. James, Stephen King, James Herbert? That's not for me to say. However, did I enjoy the experience of this book? Yes. Yes, I did. Five stars. That's from Lance. Well done. So it's already... It's it's getting great reviews, David. This this is your first book, isn't it? It's the first time I've ever written anything down. Did you not think about hiring a ghostwriter? I think that's yeah. a joke. Yeah, you're not the first to try that kind of humour. Can I, you, if you just treat me as if you've got uh, J.R. Hartley on? Okay, Can, do, I'm going to read one now. If you don't mind, I'm going to read "Ice to See You." <clears throat> oh God! Sorry. Oh God! I said. What is this? Is this a scary one or a vulgar one? It's, well, let the Skulga. reader decide. Okay. Okay. Go on, Ian, let's hear it. The snow, ice to see you. The snow hits hard against Peter's window. He thinks the glass will surely shatter under the immense battering it is taking from the blizzard. He hears a crack and rushes to check on the condition of his bedroom window. As he opens the curtains, he sees a face pressed up against the glass. The face mutters something, but Peter can't make it out. He yells, Spirit, I cannot hear thee! Speak up or forever hold your peace! 
The face repeats itself, contorting its features as if frustrated by Peter. Spirit, I shall not hear thy words unless thou speaketh with a roar which the storm itself would envy. Here, I shall help ye, but do not dare taketh me into oblivion with, with thou to be pricked by ye devils. Own fiery trident forever in damnation. And with that, Peter opens the window. <laughs> the face says, Eyes to see you! Eyes to see you! It was a bloody joke! I was saying eyes to see you, like nice to see you, but with ice instead of nice because of the blizzard. Jesus, you try and have a laugh and people just can't take a joke these days. That's it, I've had enough, I'm off. And with that, the man walks off into the storm. Peter feels a right dafty. Now ask yourself the question, was that or was that not Bruce Forsyth at the window? I don't know. Well. And that's a... I've got one. Okay, but where you go? This one is called Ollie, Matt and Roger. Okay, let me get the spooky music up. Away you go. I'll, just, I'll bring the music in as you, as you go. Away you go. I will warn you, I'm a great author. I'm not a great reader, so I might get this wrong. Okay. Away you go. Now? Yeah. Go. No, come on. It's, it's, I've run out of spooky music. Um, okay, well, I'll do the... Um, I can do it dry. Ollie was a gamer. No, that doesn't work. Let's try this. No, one. come on. Here we go. Yeah, there he is. Right. Ollie was a gamer. He'd played games for so long that he'd become something of a professional. One night he was playing a PlayStation game with his friends Roger and Matt. They were all laughing at each other's rubbish jokes and eating junk food like the, the lo losers they are. Steady. Suddenly, Ollie got a stomach cramp. Guys, guys, I've just got to go check my cat's okay. He didn't want to admit that he needed a colossal poo. He rushed to the toilet, slammed the door shut and thrust his bum onto the seat. He did his business and relaxed with a smug grin. I can't go on, it's too scary. Okay. What page is it? I'll finish okay. it. No, I, I, think it, I think it probably is a little bit too scary. I think it does it, get... It, got, it, it choked me, I can't... Yeah. Some of them are that they're that disturbing. I I don't want to read them again because um, I'm scared of that them. one. Is a scary one. I think well, I'm going to post the link. If you go on Amazon, you can get it there. Peter's tweeted, guys. I've been listening to a chat with the David Babcock in a state of despair. Could you please put your three counties consumer issue hats on and let me know where I stand on cancelling an Amazon order that's already in transit? Hmm. Uh, why would why Pete is a troll. Okay, I didn't realise he was. You had issues with Pete. I do apologise. I wouldn't have read that if I'd known. Um, yeah, must be very satisfying being able to to sit in bed just flicking away at something that you have you have created. I've got to tell you, every night since I completed the bed bed completed the book, mm. I lie back in bed 
and I pull the sheets right up past my nib, across the belly button, slide it over my boobies, and I bring it right up to the neck. Mm-hmm. And I do a little smile, and I go, thank you. Mm. Myself. Well, I think a lot of people will be saying thank, doing exactly the same ritual um, over the coming nights, and saying thank you to you, David Babcock, for writing this excellent book. I'm going to tweet the link: David Babcock, Page Turners, and Spine Chillers. You didn't get it done on Lulu like I did, so you're, you're getting significantly less percentage of the money than you could have done. That's a schoolboy error. What's yeah. What's next? Next is I've got to tell you this. And then I'm going to go to bed. No, I think he meant work-wise. That's right, it's his, first, it's his first interview. He doesn't, he doesn't know the oh. etiquette. Um, I might not ever write another book again, because what I've done is a little bit of my soul went into this book. Mm. Right? It went into it, and I'm never going to get that soul back. It's in there for all to see. <laughs> And you will see it if you read my book. The words will come out of the page into your eyes and intoxicate you. Let's do a, yeah? let's do, um, let's do a question. Uh, we've got one copy of this book to give away if you want it. 03444991000. And the question is, what is David Babcock's name? First person to phone up and come on air and I'll take calls straight to air. Uh, 0344-499-1000 What is David Babcock's name? First person to get that right will win a copy of David Babcock, Page Turners and Spine Chillers It really is a very, very spooky read David, you should be very proud of yourself Congratulations I am, I'm giving me a slap on the back right as we speak Okay, and um, I look forward to um, speaking to you soon How's the baby by the way? I haven't got a baby. Is that it? Uh, yeah, what do you mean? I thought I'd have a, at least half hour. You've been on for 45 minutes, mate. Not, well, I suppose, haven't I? Mm. Right, fair enough. Eh? Whoop. This is Talk Radio. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio.